The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. More than half of all college graduates in Virginia will be affected by the White House's announcement to forgive between ten dollars to $20,000 worth of federal student loans. Michelle Hankerson from partner station WHRO spoke with Scott Kemp, the student loan advocate from the State Council of Higher Education, about the plan. Your position is fairly new. You started in 2018 to help borrowers navigate the loan and repayment process. Since that time, what have been some of the most common questions or issues Virginians face when it comes to student loans? The most common issues that I've had to in working with borrowers was related to loan forgiveness. And in more specifically, looking at like the public service loan forgiveness. And lately there have been some changes related to that. And also borrowers that were looking, um, that felt that their college or institution uh, did something wrong to them while they were attending. State data show the average Virginia college graduate comes out of a four-year program with about $30,000 of student loan debt. How does that impact someone's decisions post-college? Because that translates out to about $400 a month if they're on a standard repayment plan, you know, that impacts whether they can purchase a vehicle, uh, purchase a home, makes decisions about whether they stay at home longer than, than they did before. So because of the flexibility of student loans, it's been problematic because people can then prioritize some of their other debt load that they have ahead of student loans and create a situation where then, you know, as they're delaying their payments, their loan keeps growing because of interest capitalization. And I've seen that a lot lately. Now, fortunately, during the payment pause, that interest has been frozen, but I'm hoping people realize that once they restart, they need to get back on track with that so they don't get into that spiral downward that happens when you when you skip a few payments here and there. Based on what we know so far about Biden's forgiveness plan, how does it address some of the most common issues you hear about? Well, people assume that it's borrowers with two, three hundred thousand dollars in loans that are the problem. But the reality is, is that the majority of federal student borrowers have twenty thousand dollars or less. So when you look at debt um, forgiveness of ten thousand for all um based on income or, you know, 20,000 if they have a Pell Grant, you know, we're we're looking at Virginia that impacting probably about somewhere about 400,000 Virginians that are going to get all of their loan forgiven and then many others that will get it minimized in, you know, a third to the half of it. And typically those borrowers with five, $10,000 in loan, they're also the students that didn't complete their degree. So they have federal student debt and didn't complete the degree to be able to get the job to be able to pay it back. So it's really going to help them kind of get a fresh start, get back on their feet and um, either go back to school or, you know, be able to reassess where their finances are and move forward. How do you anticipate the complaints you get to change as forgiveness and other provisions start? The other part of the announcement was about some long-term changes that they're hoping to make that will hopefully 
make it easier for borrowers to understand what their repayment options are, what their loan forgiveness options are down the road. The only concern I have is that doing this one-time loan forgiveness option next year when people are struggling, they're going to wonder where is that $10,000 relief again and, and, and what kind of message it sends. Obviously, it's going to help a lot of Virginia borrowers and a lot of borrowers across the U.S., but I think there will be some concern about whether this sets a long-term precedent that, that can't be maintained. I think they're making changes. They're looking at increasing it Pell so people borrow less. They're hoping to fix it in the long run. That was Scott Kemp from the State Council of Higher Education speaking with Michelle Hankerson from partner station WHRO about student loan debt forgiveness. You've been listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs)